Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. This episode is an excerpt from Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success by Kate Krakow. Published by Baker Books, a division of Baker Publishing Group. Copyright 2020 and used by permission. Welcome to episode 131 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week we are back for lie number seven of the Thinking Like a Boss book. This has been such a fun series for me. I know I say this every week, but guys, it's really just been refreshing to be able to open up my book, read these stories that I've now written many years ago, reflect back to where I was back in that time. It's been actually very therapeutic for me to do this series Um, and get to just have a conversation with you and share my thoughts, my feelings, and hopefully give you guys some insight and some encouragement to keep moving forward despite the lies, despite the fears, and all the junk that comes up in business. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 131, lie number seven. I can't possibly have a successful business and be a good mom. I can barely handle myself, my business, and my current responsibilities. How will I ever be able to handle another human who is dependent on me? This was a limiting belief that plagued me for years. Motherhood felt so foreign and frightening. I couldn't imagine being able to handle a business and motherhood successfully. After being married for four years and with my husband for 16, people started asking us all the time when we were going to start having a family. Each year as I got older and more immersed in entrepreneurship, I was no longer convinced that I actually wanted children. I would tell people, we'll see. I'll decide when I'm 35. For now, I'm more than happy with Turbo, our rescue pup, and may, and maybe adopting a few more pups along the way. It wasn't that I didn't want kids. It was that I didn't know if kids would want me. Who would want a mom who worked 24-7 and didn't have time to watch them grow and develop? I was so stuck in my head, trapped by my own limited thinking, that I believed there were two choices in life. Career success without kids or having kids and placing career in the back burner indefinitely. Again, it wasn't that I didn't want to be a mom, but I couldn't imagine my life having meaning without my business. Does this ring true for any of you? Flipping the script. July of 2016, I received a phone call that would radically transform my outlook on family. Up until this point, as I've said, I had decided to put even the thought of having a family on hold. I was much too busy with my business. After all, I truly believed I was reaching those levels of monetary success I'd been promised by the shiny world of online entrepreneurship. 
I'd finally figured out the formula. Work harder, work faster, go big, or go home. And I had a choice as I saw it. I could stay on this fast ride to building my empire, and although I couldn't see it then burning out, or I could essentially die a lot inside and have a mediocre, boring life with regular business hours and a family. My pride wanted the first. I had worked so hard to build this momentum. I was just about to close my first $18,000 month, and if I could keep it up, this number could be my new monthly normal. That fall, I planned to attend a business retreat in Colorado. This was something I knew that I needed. I told myself that I would work hard from spring until then so I could earn this weekend off to just focus on business and myself. It sounds crazy now, Easter until the end of September to work as hard as possible to earn the time off to go to a retreat, but I wasn't about to last that long and my life was about to get shaken up in a big way. Each participant of the retreat was given a camp counselor, one of the retreat leaders or workshop facilitators, and ahead of time to connect with. I'd hoped that I would be paired with someone who would give me a little nugget of business strategy to help expedite my success before the retreat. Instead, when I was given her name, I discovered that she was set to present on the topics that all related to family and work-life balance. I found this out after doing a little Instagram stalking, guys. Eek, was she going to ask me if I wanted a family? What was she going to think when I told her I didn't want to talk about it? All sorts of dread and shame filled my mind as I dialed her number that day. But the kind, warm voice on the other end of the line put me immediately at ease. So happy to connect, Kate. I waited for her to ask me when I would be having babies and creating more work-life balance, but it didn't quite go that way, thank God. Instead, I shared with her about how great my business was doing, yet I admitted that my life was crazy and I felt I was about to crash. Strangely, as I opened up to her about the stress I was feeling, I began to feel at peace. She listened quietly and eventually asked, what about a family and having kids? Is that something you want? I'd been expecting to get worked up and defensive, but I didn't. I told her how I felt about kids and she lovingly listened, reflecting back to me my hopes and desires. I walked away from that call feeling different. I had lightness lightness about my future and I even had lightness in my heart about becoming a mother. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves though. I had a lightness about becoming a mother In the future, you know, once I reached a next level where I'd be better equipped mentally, financially, and emotionally to handle motherhood. Anyone else relate? Possibly someday, I told myself, but no way right now. Even so, my husband and I began to talk more about it. I felt my heart shifting for some unknown reason at the time. I began to believe that maybe I could do both. It didn't have to be an either-or situation. Within weeks, I started saying things like, I could see myself becoming pregnant in a year or so. Then that next week, my period was a day late. Then three. Then five. Then seven. Then ten. Holy guacamole, I was not ready for this. A sea of emotions flooded through my mind. Yes, I opened up to her about 
possible dreams outside of work, but that didn't mean I was ready to be a mom today. So I reluctantly took the pregnancy test, shaking in my boots. Mind you, ladies, I was 30 years old, married, had an income, a house, a dog, and a family close by. It wasn't like I was a struggling teenager, but I was still scared. I opened my eyes. Negative. Not pregnant. Then something happened that I never expected. I felt sad. I felt really sad. I realized something within me really wanted that test to be positive. I also felt confused because two weeks prior, I wasn't even sure if I'd want to be a mother. In that moment, the maternal instinct entered. For whatever reason, I had experienced that scare, and it opened up the beautiful realization that I could become a mother, and maybe it would all be okay. I could be an entrepreneur too. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I wanna introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, And if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy. I know. Ask all of my clients. Ask all of my mastermind ladies. I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. Over the next month, I felt quite low. I started to worry there was something wrong with me. I started shaming myself for my past eating disorder. Why would a perfectly healthy woman not get a period? The obvious answer today is stress, but I went down a dark path of shame and blame. I began believing that because of how I treated my body in the past, I would not be able to have children. I must have damaged something, or maybe I just wasn't supposed to have kids and pass my issues on to them. Ladies, this is irrational, and I hate saying it all out loud, but I want you to know that if you've dealt with shame around the areas of getting pregnant or having kids, you're not alone. 
Our minds can use shame effectively in this arena, and we have to be on guard to fight against it. Flash forward to one month later. I had buried myself in work, and the last three weeks had been the most productive I had been in a long time. Throwing myself into the work had also helped quiet those fears and kept me busy. Although my mind was occupied with work, however, I began to notice feeling rather emotional. Maybe I was PMSing, but something just felt different. Oh man, no way. There's no way I could possibly be pregnant, was there? I ran to the closet and grabbed that box of pregnancy tests. I took one, and I knew it before I even looked. I was pregnant. I was pregnant and having a girl. I was pregnant and having a girl, and my baby girl was coming early. I can't tell you how I knew all of this, but I felt it deep within my soul. I had a sense that it was all going to be okay. All three tests that day were positive. I was surprisingly elated. I felt this was terrible timing, but I also felt this was the best timing. So, ladies, bringing me back to that, that past time. And man, was I scared. That whole year, whole 10 months of, I should say nine months since she came early, of being pregnant, I was shaking in my boots. I was so afraid. I did not know what to expect. And this is why today I love talking about mamahood so much. So much. And I do want to say, I want to just preface this with motherhood. I believe is for every single woman. I don't believe that you need a biological baby or you need any type of baby or human. We are born mothers. Like there's no way to take that out of us. We are born nurturers as women. Having babies and seeing my babies play with their baby dolls, like Literally at 11, 12 months, pretending to nurse their baby dolls, rock them, sing to them, coo them, whatever. We are born, we are born nurturers. There's no way you can take that from us. So again, whether you decide to have kids or don't decide to have kids or can't have kids and struggling or have lost babies. You are a mother exactly where you are. And I just want you to know that. I want you to know that today. And this chapter is not, again, yes, it's about motherhood, but it's really just, when it comes down to it, it's about having two dreams. It's about having the dream of entrepreneurship and also having another dream. And that other dream, again, it could be having children. It could be traveling. It could be some um, type of hobby or other opportunity that you want to take on. It's about believing that you can have both. It doesn't have to be an either or. It gets to be an and. And we get to decide And we get to choose for it to be an and, whatever you want that and to be. 
You don't have to choose. And, you know, this this is for the people who maybe do want children, right? And are afraid to have them. Or maybe you're listening today and you already have kids, but you don't believe that you can find the time to start a business. Women know how to get stuff done. And what do they always say? If you want something done, give it to a busy woman. When we have two dreams and we are passionate about both of those dreams, we will make it work. I have found that the more I have on my plate, the more productive I always am. It's crazy how much can get done. So, you know, now that I do have three little humans and a dog and a husband and my business and other projects, I just cannot believe the amount of work (laughs) and just stuff that I can get done. And it's because going back to last chapter, talking about boundaries, talking about knowing our limits, that's where we have to get started. In order to have the and, to have both dreams at the same time, we first have to understand our own limits. We have to get so good at saying no to mediocre and only saying yes to what is going to serve us in the future. I say no all the time. Because I know if I were to say yes to these things, I'm not going to show up. Like this this is actually what, what I ask myself is if I'm saying yes to this, I'm saying no to my children. I'm saying no to their future. Or not their fu- I shouldn't say their future. I don't want to like scare anyone. I'm saying no to the time that we could spend together, the time that I could be pouring into their future. And I have to constantly remind myself, like I have to look at my my kiddos. I shouldn't just say my girls because I got my little son too. I have to look at my kiddos and remind myself who is most important. Like just as big as my mission is that I want to serve women in business and women just in life, I am not doing my job if I am only focusing on them and not serving the humans who are in front of me. And that hits me big time sometimes because it's a lot easier to serve you guys. It's a lot easier to serve the people who read my books. It's a lot easier to serve my clients. It feels a lot more natural to serve you guys too. And it's really hard to serve the people right in front of me, to have patience with them. And it's something I've struggled with right? It's not like clients, work, all that stuff you can close. Motherhood, you can't just shut down for the day. It's it's always going to be here. Um, but I have to constantly remind myself, me saying no to all of these cool opportunities to serve even more people is helping me make an impact in the lives of these three beautiful humans in front of me who will then hopefully 
take these lessons and go make an impact in the world ahead of us. And recently I had a call with Annabelle's teacher at her daycare. And, you know, we see what we see at home. And at home, she can be really difficult. I love her to death, but she can be really, really difficult. Me and her are basically the same person. So we're butting heads all the time. But I almost was brought to tears listening to her teacher just say what a kind, empathetic person she is, how sensitive she is as a little kid, how she's surprisingly, I don't know how, but surprisingly very, very quiet in her class and sort of stays to herself, sits back and just watches and observes, but takes it all in and has so much to say to her teachers. And just loves being with the grownups. And it's funny because that's how I was too. And um, they're just saying like, she never gets in trouble. She's just such a delight to have in class. She's so easy. And I'm thinking over here again, like, what is going on? This is exact opposite of what I see at home. But they say that happens, right? But anyways, it made me pause for a moment and just celebrate that wow, like she's being a kind human being. Like this is what I dream of, right? She's being empathetic. She's trying to observe and take everything in so that she can process and be the best version of herself that she can be in her classroom. So I just want to encourage you today to believe you can have both. We get to have whatever it is we desire in life, right? But in order to get it, we got to set boundaries. We have to know our own. We have to say no a heck of a lot more than we ever say yes. And by doing that, you can have both. Don't forget that, okay? You're doing great. I hope that you enjoyed this chapter. I hope that you come back next week as we discuss line number eight. I read another excerpt. And again, if you haven't gotten the book, make sure you go grab a copy. Gift someone a copy because this could really change their thinking and their beliefs in themselves. Love you guys. See you next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.